Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all the generations. Well, thank you so much, Jemima, for reading that so excellently. And what a wonderful psalm to get to read out. Um, A psalm that is all about tuning into joy. And so we're going to take a few moments now to just think about how can we tune into the joy that God wants us to live in as those who um, trust in him. Now, each morning this week, the Blaber family have uh, tuned in to uh, the Olympic breakfast and we've been having our cereals in front of the TV before I go to work and the kids go to their swimming lessons and it's been wonderful. Anyone else been doing that? Some people, yep. Taekwondo, BMX biking, cycling. Um, the, the, The diving was particularly impressive. Swimming, it's been great. And um, that's been a great way for us to start our morning each each, each, each day this week. And sometimes we do find that a bit like a radio that can sound all fuzzy and lots of white noise, etc. we just need to tune things in a little bit. We need a bit of time. There's a bit of effort that needs to be done to find the joy that is there for us. And so we're going to think a bit about that. And one of the key functions of our weekly gathering as a church is to help us to tune into really the joy of what it is to know God Every week when we gather together, there are certain activities that we repeat. There's welcoming, and there's singing, and there's praying, and there's reading the Bible, and there's hearing it explained, and often we take bread, and we take juice together. And these are regular rhythms that are all about helping us to tune into the joy of who God is and what he's done for us. And this psalm is all about that. Now, hopefully when you came in this morning, some of you would have picked up an Olympic medal for you to colour in and just to enjoy designing your own medals. I'd love to see an Olympic medal at the end, which is particularly designed, perhaps for, to give to someone else as a, as a champion medal. Maybe you'd even want to give me a medal. Uh, I've not met one many in my life, and I'd be happy to receive one from uh, one or two of you. Um, this psalm begins, Psalm 100, verse 1, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Or in other versions, such as the King James Version, it says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. And do you know what? That is happening all around us all the time. Every day, the earth is filled with a joyful noise. In fact, Who's been woken up by the dawn chorus at all in the last few weeks or during this summer? Anybody? Yeah. Okay, a few hands are up, particularly during that hot spell when the windows were open. I was woken up by chirpy, glad little birds every morning for some time. And actually, I quite enjoyed it because there's a joyful noise being made in the earth all the time. And it's been like that right since the very beginning. Right since the beginning, the Bible describes a joyful God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, whose joy flowed out in creative power to fill the universe. And so in the beginning, God spoke everything into being with a word. And with every word that he spoke, he saw it is good. It is good. It is very good. 
And that goodness took a musical form, which is why in Job chapter 38, it describes God creating all things amidst songs of gladness and shouts of joy. So there was a glad and happy and joyful and musical scene right at the beginning. And creation has continued to have songs of joy ever since. Uh, That's why in the book, The Magician's Nephew, C.S. Lewis has Aslan singing everything into creation. Melodic, joyful sounds have their origin in God. And if you tune into it, you might find yourself caught up into the joyful noise of the earth that's happening all around us. But I wonder how good you are at spotting which animal makes which joyful noise. I thought we might, therefore, at this moment, have a little bit of a guess that animal quiz. So what we're going to do is, and I hope this is going to work at home online as well, we're going to play some snippets of some animals making their joyful noise. And I just want to know, can you tell me which animal it is? I'm going to ask Chloe Grace to help me here. So if you're in the room and you think you know the animal, just put your hand up and Chloe will run to you and she will take the answer from you and she'll come and tell me. If you're at home and watching online, just put your... Put your answer in the chat, and we've got Will and Emily and Mayanna uh, just looking out for fastest fingers first. So, uh, Julia, let's try and hit some joyful noises from the animal kingdom. Got some hands up at the front here, Chloe. I'm glad. <laughs> Okay, what do we think? We've we got, we got some answers? Okay, um, Anna, what, what are the answers we've got in the chat? We have crickets, grasshoppers. Crickets and grasshoppers. What did you have, Chloe? Crickets and crickets. Crickets, what was the answer, Julia? Crickets, and there was an owl in there. Did you hear the owl? Anybody hear the owl? There was a joyful little owl in there somewhere. But crickets were the dominant sound. Let's go for the next one. We just turn up the volume a little bit if we can in the room. Does it, this one's a tough one. Does anybody know what this one is? It is a happy little animal, even though <laughs> it might not sound that way. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what, what do we think, Anna? We've got some answers. Fox, puppies, seals. seals, okay. Chloe Grace, have you got any answers to let us know about? A monkey, puppy, pig, fox, seals. Are any of those right, Julia? It is, in fact, a giant panda. Come on, guys. Come on. It was obvious. It was a giant panda, joyfully making those giant panda noises. And um, how about, let's go for two more. Two more animals to guess the sound of. Oh, interesting, interesting. All sorts of things. Uh, okay, some, some answers coming through from the, from the chat, Anna? Woodpecker. A woodpecker. Everybody's putting woodpecker. They're pretty confident on the line that it's a woodpecker. Chloe Grace, is there anyone in here who thinks it's a woodpecker? Woodpecker or a squirrel? Julia, is it a woodpecker or is it a squirrel? It is, in fact, a woodpecker, a woodpecker. Joyful noise from a woodpecker. And the last one, please, Julia, let's hit the last sound. Okay, Jean thinks that she knows. 
nothing coming through in the chat. Completely flummoxed. Completely flummoxed. It's a tough one. Anna, who do we think? We've had Peacock. Chloe Grace, can you let us know what do people in the room think, Chloe? Peacock or parrot? Julia, is it a peacock or is it a parrot or is it something else? It's a peacock. peacock. Give yourselves a round of applause. (laughs) The earth is full of a joyful noise. And that is just a little snippet of some of the noises that are being made every day all around the place. Actually, because God has put joyful noises into the earth and those noises come as worship, as praise, as thanksgiving to him. And do you know what? We as human beings have our joyful noise to contribute to creation's song. It says in verse 2 of Psalm 100, Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Does anybody like singing? Yeah, I, I, Ivy likes singing. I know Ivy likes singing. We like singing in the Blaber household. And do you know that singing does you good? Actually, when you sing, it releases certain chemicals in your brain, oxytocin and endorphins, and those have been shown to reduce stress and anxiety and enhance well-being and happiness. So we in the Blaber household, we love to sing. Loud, sing proud, we sometimes sing tunefully. We often sing Moana and Frozen and uh, Ed Sheeran. I think I've said that right. Um, We love to sing in the Blaber household. But you know what? Singing glad songs about God to God, well, that does us especially a lot of good. Because singing connects the mind and the emotions. We get moved by beautiful truths when they're put to beautiful melodies. And we get to pour them out to our glorious God in thanksgiving. So songs of worship can draw us into the story about Jesus in a unique way. Because as we sing truths about him, we remind ourselves of who he is and what he's done and what he is doing and what he promises he's going to do. And as we join our heart and our soul and our mind and our bodies, exercising our diaphragm, taking in some air, vibrating our vocal cords, singing out all these truths, then our mind and heart and body and soul join in to celebrate the truths about God. And that forms us in a very particular way. That's why every week when we gather, we sing. That's why we've missed singing in person so much during the pandemic. And when we come into God's presence with singing, we fulfill our calling to bear his image. Do you know that music and melody find their origin in God? It says in Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, for the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Isn't that just an amazing passage? That God rejoices over you with joyful songs. Our God sings over us, and we're drawn into the melody that flows from him so that in response we can raise our melodies in praise to him. Each week when you are, whether you're singing at home or whether you're singing here in the room, we sing together at the same time, joining our voices to one song, being caught up in one story, the story of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus. In verse 3, the psalmist says, Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. When we sing songs of worship to God, 
we set our minds and our hearts on him. And in that way, we get to know him afresh again. And in knowing him, we come to know ourselves. There's so many people all the time, we, we find ourselves trying to work out our identity. Who are we? And the truth is, identity is not primarily found by searching within. It's found by looking outside of ourselves to the one who made us and who knows us and who welcomes us through Jesus. As we see more of him, we come to know who we are, for he is God, not the economy, not your feelings, not your circumstances, not, not your impulses, not covid not, not a man or a woman or a government. There is no other God. He, the Lord, is God. And when we sing, we celebrate truths about him that remind us of who he is so that we come to understand the kind of God we're coming towards. And so we celebrate that the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. We rejoice that in Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. We sing of the light of the world who stepped down into darkness. We sing, behold the man upon the cross, my sin upon his shoulders. We rejoice, death could not hold him. The veil tore before him. He silenced the boast of sin and grave. And we rejoice and shout aloud, joy to the world. He is risen. Hallelujah. Songs get truth into us. And that truth forms us and tunes us in to the joy of who he is and what he's done. And when we sing and we see him and we know him, we come to know that we are the ones who are beloved by him. We come to know our identities as beloved of awesome, mighty, holy God. And that's true of you. And that's good news. We are his, the sheep of his pasture. It's good to be the sheep of his pasture because that means he's our shepherd and like a shepherd, he watches over us, he looks after us, he protects, he provides, he leads, he defends. He's our God. Psalmist says in verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Now when we gather together, one of the best ways that we can tune into joy is through thanksgiving. Because thankfulness multiplies thankfulness. Did you know that? Um, as we adopt a posture of gratitude and become intentional about seeing the goodness around us from that posture of gratitude, it actually helps us to see goodness more easily. It's called neuroplasticity. Your brain is a bit like plastic. It can mold in certain ways. We didn't know that until the last kind of 50 years or so. Our brains can be trained and adapted to notice certain things as we pay more attention to them. So that's why people do gratitude journals. That's why mindfulness and things like that are, are, are more commonly adopted because it helps our brains not to live in the past and not to live in the future, but to live in the present a bit more. That's why it can be helpful sometimes to just take a few moments every morning to say three things that you're grateful for that morning. I'm thankful for my Jordan's uh, cereal and I'm, and I'm thankful for the roof over my head and I'm thankful for this little bird that's singing. No. And in those ways, we start to notice there is lots of Jordan cereal in the world and lots of birds singing. And we become more attuned to the goodness around us. You know, when you do appreciate something, its value increases in your perception. Its value appreciates. It's like putting a magnifying glass 
upon it. As we tune into the goodness around us, it becomes larger in our perception, more crisp, more clear. Conversely, if we spend all of our energy and focus being cynical or negative or critical, then we find ourselves missing the value of things around us. The value depreciates. It's easier to overlook. Becca, over the last two years, has really transformed our garden. And our garden is full of beautiful plants that flower every year in season. And um, over the last six or 12 months, I've begun to notice them a lot more. You know, and I've seen the geranium. And uh, I think we've got geranium in there. Have we got geranium? Yeah. Um, or various other plants. And I, and I appreciate them and the color that they bring. And what that's caused me to do is to notice other people's plants in their gardens more. And indeed, the flowers and the plants in the parks around us. And as I've noticed them more, I've been caught up more with the color and the beauty that's around us. My brain's just been tuned in. And in that way, I've come to see that God has made a colorful earth with lots of goodness in it. When we come together, the psalmist says... We're to enter God's courts with thanksgiving. And sometimes we really need help. I need help with that. Sometimes I come in and I do not want to give much thanksgiving. But as I hear different ones raising their voice and reminding me of the story about who God is and what he's done, it catches me up and all together we can sing the songs of praise to God. It makes visible to us his goodness. Now this does not mean that we cannot sometimes be sad and lament. It doesn't mean that life is always good. It's not happy, clappy Christianity. We know that in Oasis. We know we can be real about life. But actually, we can also carry one another to search out the good in whatever circumstance we're finding, knowing that that helps us to see more of the goodness and the reality of who God is. So what are you thankful for today? Maybe even in the chat, you want to write a few things down of what you're, faithful, what you're thankful for, things that you're, you're wanting to express gratitude for. Or perhaps in the room, we might want to do that later with one another. And the psalm finishes with, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever, his faithfulness through all generations. This is great news of great joy. The Lord is good. His faithfulness is for all generations. It doesn't matter if you're 80 years old or 40 years old or a teenager or a baby. God is for you. Kids in the room, I just want to speak to you for a moment. Even you, Chloe Grace. Even you, as you're about to walk out the room. Do you know, this is not just for your adults, not just for your parents. It's for you too. Life with God is an incredible adventure. It is exciting. It's full of joy and security and uh, amazing uh, revelations of who God is. Also, life following God can sometimes be very hard. It can be confusing. There can be doubt. It's not a bed of roses. But in everything, he is with you. He is with us. And so sadness and confusion and doubt doesn't have the final word. And the reason why that's the case is because Jesus is risen from the dead. And because Jesus was crucified, evil has ultimately been defeated. And because Jesus is risen, God will have the final word. And we've already seen what the word of God is like. It's full of creation and beauty and life and joy and goodness. And kids, God is for you too. Some of you will know the story about Moses and the Exodus. Put your hand up if you've heard the story about Moses and the Exodus and the splitting of the Red Sea. Okay, some of us have. Do you know, 
It's an incredible story, and if you've not read it for a while, why don't you do that? You'll find it in the book of Exodus in the Bible. Or you can watch The Prince of Egypt. And there's this moment when the people of Israel are stood on the banks of the Red Sea, and God parts the sea so they can walk through it on dry land, out of slavery, into freedom, in the promises of God. Let me tell you, when the people of Israel were on the banks of the Red Sea, they did not leave the babies behind. They didn't leave the kids behind. They didn't leave the granddads behind. They didn't leave the grandmas behind. They didn't leave the sick people or the depressed people behind. They didn't leave the married people behind. They didn't leave the single people behind. All of them went through the sea into the promises of God. All of them caught up in his goodness. And at the other side, they sang songs of joyful celebration at who God is. It was for all generations, a family formed in the goodness of God. And Christ has split the waters for us. Now, the waters I'm talking about is picture language. He's split the sea of judgment and of death so that we can walk right through it into his promises and life and joy and goodness. And it's for everyone. It's for the babies. And it's for the granddads and grandmas. And it's for the depressed. And it's for the very able, successful. It's for all of us. Because Jesus has come to wrap us all up in his story so that we may be formed as a people who know the faithfulness of God through every generation. And so each week as we gather to sing about these truths, song of goodness and gladness, we sing as a whole family, youngest to oldest, and there's noise and there's running around, and that's wonderful because that's how God's created us. And as we do that, we join in with the joyful noise of the earth. And so, Oasis Church, let's keep gathering every week. And let's keep raising our songs. And let's keep drawing one another into the story into which we are all invited. A story that is based on who Jesus is and what he has done. And the joy that he has unlocked for all of us that we can all tune into by his grace. We're going we're gonna to finish by singing again now. And uh, why don't we just take a few moments as Becca comes up to just still ourselves. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to sing a song about the goodness of God and how that goodness is for you and for me. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much that though life does not always feel good, you are good all the time. And we thank you that there is joy and a joyful noise going on all around us in creation. That's been placed there so that on our good days and on our bad days, we can be reminded that all goodness comes from you. That from you flows melody and joy, and you want to catch us into it, up into it. And I thank you that is our destination. That's where we're going because, Lord Jesus, you have risen from the dead, and you will make all things new. But I thank you that even now, in each and every day, we can find the joy in each day. We can, we can approach each day with thanksgiving because you're a good God and you're for us, not against us. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.